Everybody doesn't win. And the sooner you wake up to that, that biology is ruthless, man, then you get a little fear in you. And when you get a little fear in you, you start listening. Because if you're truly afraid, you listen. Let a little fear come in and drive you and motivate you. Bismillah. Okay, guys, peace and blessings. Thanks for uh, giving your time to me today. I really appreciate that. Uh, and I'm very, very grateful. Um, so today, as you know, I'm just going to talk a little bit about blogging and the various elements associated with that. Now, I'm not sure exactly um, how how much experience you've got with blogging or you know how much blogging you've done in the past or if you know much about it. So what I'm going to do is just go through the process and just talk about the different things that I emailed you out on the agenda. So on the agenda, we've got various points. Like I'll just talk briefly about myself because I know on this Zoom call, it might just shoot itself out after about 40 minutes. So if it does, then it's ended. But I'll just try to go on and give you as much as value as possible. Um, if you want to contribute something or if you want to ask, if you've got any burning questions, just give me a shout and um, you know I'll try to answer where I can. Uh, if not, then uh, or you can always just put your questions together and send them to me in an email. Uh, but I won't be able to get back to you probably within another few days because uh, I'm flying out tomorrow. I've got a few projects in Europe. So uh, hopefully on my return, uh, I'll try to answer any questions you got. So yeah, so um, you might know a bit about me. Some of you, some of you might not. So my name is Majid Singh. I grew up in the UK uh, and I've been doing online work now around digital marketing, blogging, and also business for the last few years. And uh, prior to that, I had some experience of offline business as well. Um, so I've been involved in different things and um, I've been really uh, been able to develop myself, develop my skills, uh, and really have some impact uh, upon those around me and upon those that I've worked with. Uh, last month or the month before last uh, in December, uh, just towards the end of last year, I had an online summit. So I don't know if any of you heard about that or was you know, took part or saw that. So I was able to gather uh, more than 20 speakers from seven different countries all over the world. People from Canada, people from the UK, people from the USA, Dubai, different, different places. I had some best-selling authors, people who had um, created online e-commerce businesses and turned over seven figures. Also had a TEDx talk, I had a professor talking on stage, other people talking on stage, other authors. So it was a whole variety of really influential individuals. And in terms of collectively, altogether, there, uh, there was a total sales of about $30 million, just under $30 million. So you can see um, what kind of uh, influence that has had upon the market and also upon myself and in terms of develop, developing me and positioning me within the marketplace. So I'll, I'll touch upon these things as well. So I know today the topic's about blogging, so I'm just going to basically go into and try try giving you the heads up on, on the blogging world right now uh, and all the different types of uh, elements associated uh, with that. Okay, so... Uh, Basically, right now online on websites, you can create a variety of websites. One version is WordPress. Now, WordPress is probably the easiest 
kind of website that you can do. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're technical or not technical. I mean, me, I'm not really that technical, but what I did was I just jumped up on a YouTube video and I followed a how-to kind of guide and I created a website within like eight hours. It was half decent as well. It weren't like, you know, too bad or anything, but it was on WordPress and I had um actual domain name already that I bought and somebody that was hosting me. So he in the UK, a company called 123 Reg, some of you might have heard of it, some of you might not. There's other ones like Alligator and I think Host Blue. So there's a variety of hosting packages that are available. So when, when you buy a w website or you buy a domain name, you know, you could get a .com name. That's probably one of the best. So for me, I got a .co.uk and, and a .uk from a personal website and .co.uk for other websites. And, you know, .com seems to be the most uh, prevalent one or the best one, really. But again, it depends on where you are. You can also have .org or .net, um, so that varies. So the thing with WordPress, it's, it's pretty easy to use. Um, and I don't know if you've ever used it, if anybody's used it, you know, just, just shout up. But um, on WordPress, you've got all these different functionalities. Um, so you've got sections where you can have multiple pages. You can, um, you can add um, the testimonials if you've got... Uh, something around business you've got um, you can add lead pages appearance you can put your articles in your blog post you can also add settings plugins SEO now you might not know some of you might know some of you might not know uh, shout me up in the comments box so I know I get a feeling of um, whether you know about these things or not but there's a lot of different elements involved in WordPress at first it was a bit daunting <clears throat> because I thought oh I don't know if I can do this or not, but um, over time, with practice, it became pretty easy. So I started blogging about, I think it was about six years ago, five, six years ago, uh, on basic youth community type stuff. And I was doing it on and off, on and off. And over the last few years, I really started, um, you know, I found um, a platform, an idea that I had, which was around the global Islamic economy and around a business and economics. I wanted to create a blogging website. On that website, I wanted to basically update uh, the community and the platform about about this specific topic, niche. And I wanted to talk about the halal sector and all the relevant items. So, you know, when people say the word halal, mostly people think about food like meat or something. But uh, essentially, there's a lot more to it. So I was blogging about fashion, food, beverages, travel, even pharmaceuticals, uh, general business, all different types of areas and niche. Um, and this basically helped me build my platform. So in the first kind of like 12 months, I really put down, uh, I just grinded hard, worked really hard, crafted. I was able to produce about 300 articles that I wrote myself about um, these various uh, subjects that I mentioned. And uh, as I started writing and, and, and producing these, these different articles, at first I had no audience, I had no following. So I had made a Facebook page and then I tried to connect up with other, other social media avenues. So I looked at the ones that were free. So you had LinkedIn, YouTube, of course, Facebook, your Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. So these various mediums that were there. So... Then once I started blogging, I thought to myself, 
hmm, this is good, but, <clears throat> you know, how can I monetize this? Because my dream was to basically have enough, you know, income coming in somehow so I could, like, travel the world because, you know, every young person wants to travel the world or see, see something different, more or less, or just generally have time and freedom, uh, locations, uh, and movement freedom and stuff. So I started to think about different avenues and... Um, I realized that there was a lot of expos going on and conferences and events. So I started researching and, and these type of things. And then uh, I reached out to a conference in Moscow in Russia. And I told them, look, I've got a website, a business website. And uh, it's this topic and this sector. And, um, you know, would you like to be my media partner? And um, this person replied back and said, uh, you know, you haven't got much of a track record. You've just recently set up. So... Uh, you know, so she started saying stuff like that. So I said to her, look, you know, at the end of the day, look, I can I can publish your press releases, your your work for you, and I can help. Uh, I know I've not been around long, but I have some sort of social media following already, and I can help promote it. So this is quite important in terms of um, communicating with people. Um, so you've got when you're doing international business, or you're, you're communicating via email, and not necessarily face to face, or uh, vo uh, by audio or vocals, it's important to learn how to communicate with the different platforms. So it's email, if you are talking to someone online over the phone. Uh, and again, you've got to take into context culture. So you've got cultural differences um, between, you know, yourself, myself, and, you know, potentially yourself and the other person on the other side of the world. So anyway, long story short, uh, over a, a period of about 12, 12, 12 months or so, I was able to get um, around more than, a, like, I think nearly now probably around 20 or some uh, different media partners as such. So most of the agreements were around, you're right, Mahmoudi, you're right, welcome. Another Australian, how are you doing? I, can you hear me, Mahmoudi? Yes, I can. Hi, sorry, I just noticed I'm unmuted. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Um, uh, I've I just quickly um, I've just died already. Uh, but uh, what I've said is I'll record the the uh, coaching so that you can catch up with it, whatever you've missed out or anything like that. Yeah. So I'm just introducing myself and talking about how I started off in blogging and and those type of things. Yeah. Sure. Thank you. So it's still early on, so you haven't missed much. Excellent. Okay, so so from there, I, I, you know, I was able to garner a good, good volume of partnerships with all these different people. So I had partners in Bahrain, I had partners in Malaysia, in Dubai, in in uh, in uh, different countries uh, all over the world. So uh, it was really good for me in terms of building my credibility. It's a key word here, credibility, because when you present yourself to somebody, normally they're going to ask you for a track record. So in the business world, when you're going out and talking to people, they might ask you, oh, so what's your experience? What have you done in the past? Can you tell me? Can you give me an example? Uh, can you tell me some of your clients or something like that? Or sometimes you can show social proof, which is also one of the psychological elements of how people buy. For example, today, if you wanted to buy, let's just say, a, um, you know, like a toaster or something, and you went on Amazon, world-famous Amazon, yeah, you go on Amazon, a lot of people go on Amazon and they'll check out the reviews. Um, they say about 70% of uh, 
of people actually check reviews before purchasing a product. So testimonial social proof is important. So on my website, what I did was I created um, one one part where it said uh, where they listed the media partners. So anybody that landed on that page could then see for themselves the type of people that I was working with. Now a lot of these partners were big events um, and they already had like thousands of people turning up to their expos and um, and events so you know anybody who was interested in that particular industry or that uh, arena of work would would uh, would be able to recognize that fact um, I also had a partner one of them was um, Islamica 500 which is um, a guide it details the 500 most powerful people within the global Islamic economy. Now, if any of you have been keeping up to date with matters, uh, in 2019 it's estimated to hit $3.7 trillion. Uh, so there's a lot of opportunities for all sorts of people out there. I mean, uh, if you look in the West, for example, you see now um, uh, different, different uh, high street mainstream stores are have started to for example stock items like um, modest fashion items and those type of things and there's been major campaigns over the last couple of years or so so you can see that um, there's a big interest in this market because it, it counts for at least maybe two in five people in the world nearly two billion people so definitely it's a, it's a big market one book that I would recommend is uh, Generation M which is written by Shalina Jam Mohammed uh, which which talks about uh, young Muslims and um, you know the different ec economic economic issues and how that kind of target group has not really been catered for in the past, but now things are changing and people are becoming more entrepreneurial, creating their own brands to um, develop and um, meet their own kind of needs and and really flourish. So. Um, that was basically one element uh, of, of the blogging journey, which was around getting credibility, getting your name out there and building a platform. Now, also, when I started blogging and creating these articles, there was, um, so there was, because the day is finite and there's only a set time limit and I mean, there's a set amount of hours in the day and everybody's busy. So I tried to create something that would be, I could do it really quickly and do multiple articles, for example, at the same at the same day or the, within a few hours or so. So I used um, like these tactics where I had short short form articles, for for example, 300 word articles or up to 500. So short and snappy, really. Um, I didn't want to go too long. Only now and again, um, because you have different readers that are interested. Some readers are interested in short form and some are interested in longer form. And I'll touch upon the longer form uh, in a bit. But um, the shorter form version of the article is quite good because you can really produce this content quickly. Now, you can go online, you can Google uh, anything you want. So you can have a specific topic. For example, if you're interested in sports and your blog's about sports, or if it's about faith, or if it's about healthy eating, if it's about, um, you know, whatever it might be about coaching, business, entrepreneurship, economy, finance, banking, whatever the topic might be, you can go on Google. And um, if you click, if you search um, 
a specific keyword, which is like, you know, finance or economy, and click the news section on Google, it'll give you all the news articles that are based upon that topic. So if you typed in, let's just say, uh, healthy eating, and you typed in news on Google, if you click the Google uh, on Google the news button, it'll bring up all the news articles related to that specific keyword or topic. Now, you can see from here the top articles. So you might get stuff from mainstream uh, media or other, other media, and then you can basically have a read of those articles and you can put it together, reverse engineer it in your own words, uh, and you can write about the similar topics or whatever. So you can use that as a guide to help you with the content creation. Now, also, if you have a blog or if you're going to create a blog or if you're thinking about creating a blog, you need to think about content and what kind of content can you create. So the content creation is basically having something to share with your audience that's going to keep them engaged. So it might be a copy. So when, when I say copy, what I mean is the information uh, text that's associated. So you might see in a Facebook post or you might see in a Facebook ad or you could see it in a news article. So that's what in marketing terms they call copy. So in this copy, you can have copy, you can have videos, you can have you can have text, you can have moving images, you can have all sorts of things. So, um, hang on a second. Um, excuse me, one of the participants saying she's not received the link. I'm just gonna quickly text her. So yeah, so thus far, if you've got any questions or if it's making sense or if it's not making sense, if you want to share something in the comments box, I'll be able to see it and uh, touch upon it, hopefully. Can I ask a question? Go on, Jitesh. Yeah, so, so um, why would I have a blog on my website as opposed to having a Facebook site with a uh, continuous commentary there? What's the pros and cons? Okay, good question. I would have both because I think having a blog on your website is very powerful because when people land on your website, they want to be engaged because that's how people are these days. They want content. Now, certain element might be in regards to their specific area of choice or whatever focus that they might have. So, for example, if you land on a website and there's a blog there and it's got information, it's going to engage them. It's going to catch their attention because a lot of people you'll see when you go into your um, so if you've got WordPress you can see certain stats like a bounce rate so if somebody comes onto your website um, and they're only going to be there for a second or two so you bounce rate tells you so it's about keeping them engaged if you haven't got anything like for example a blog or some sort of visual images or something like that then people are going to be less likely to stay on that now with Facebook so you so now there's been a lot of changes with Facebook algorithms and how Facebook are dealing with the advertisers and businesses uh, right now. So yeah, I mean, Facebook is one of the mediums that I would say that you produce content on and then you drive traffic back to your website because you can use certain things like pop-up boxes, for example, to capture email addresses. And then from e capturing email addresses, you can create and build email lists which you can build trust, respect, and relationships with over a period of time, 
and then you can also sell them your products or services and uh, through sales funnels now that's a bit more uh, going into depth and, and uh, around selling products and uh, having uh, marketing techniques and sales funnels and those type of things but um, I would definitely advise definitely have some sort of engaging content on your blog on your mm -hmm. website and on your Facebook I'll talk about that when I talk about the social media element um, of, of things okay Okay. All right, I've texted that person, so hopefully they, they should jump on, but uh, we'll just carry on for now. So, yeah, so it's, it's important to get as, as many articles that you can, as much as content as you can, because basically you want to come out of obscurity and you want to try and dominate your space. Because right now, uh, as we know, in the digital age, in the social media kind of environment, there's a lot of noise. Right, so how can you stand out? How can you differentiate amongst that noise? Yeah, how can you be different? Or how can you cre create something that's going to attract the attention of people? Uh, and how is it going to potentially give you clients if you're selling a product or a service? Or readers if you've got a blog or if you're selling a book, for example. So these are the type of things that you need to think about. So on a WordPress site, you can also have integrations and plugins. So plugins are where you can add software to your WordPress site and you can have all sorts of different software. Some of them are free, some of them you can pay for. So for example, if you wrote an ebook or if you had a PDF guide or you wanted to sell a digital product, you could create something like, um, uh, you know, 10, 10 tips on how to lose weight or 10 tips on a, uh, having a fantastic marriage or you know, 10, 10 tips and whatever it might be. So you could create something and sell it as a digital product from your website. So the benefit of that would be that you would keep 100% of the revenue. So basically the resources would be your time in producing that uh, digital product. So you'd keep all the revenue because you're not, then you're not sharing it with anybody and you could have that directly uh, off your website. Whereas if you self-publish something on Amazon, for example, so if you did an ebook and you wanted to sell on Amazon, Amazon take uh, a percentage of fees. So you have to pay them every time there's a sale. But the benefit of, the benefit of Amazon is they have a really large pool of individuals and customers uh, all over the world. But at the same time, if you think about in terms of financial financials on your website, you then, you know, if you sell a digital product from your website, you get to keep the full profit. So you can also have WordPress sites that can have integrations where you can add stuff like uh, WooCommerce to create like a shop front. So if you wanted to have something where you've got like a store or you could uh, become an Amazon affiliate and you could get uh, the code links from the Amazon uh, affiliate site and you could put them into a framework and have like a little store on your website as well. So you could sell products, affiliate products like that as well. Um, and when you're producing articles, um, it's important, there's different things. I mean, if you're engaging with people and as you start to build your audience, you might get people contacting you who have got products and services basically they might offer you 
a percentage. So they could offer you like maybe 20, 30, 40%, maybe higher for you to, for example, publish uh, an article about their product and you can have a link within the article. So if somebody comes onto the website, sees the article, starts to read it, and there's some sort of affiliate link at the bottom, if it's if it's a specific type of product that interests them within your niche, so if it's healthy eating, something around that, if it's education, it might be something around education. So the the affiliate most of the time is linked to whatever your kind of niche is or whatever you're writing about. So if it's tech, technology, or you know whatever it might be, so they have a link there which they can click, and then that will lead them to a, what's called a landing page. Uh, on the landing page, you'll have maybe a story or more detail about the person who's selling the product or about the product itself. And um, then they have, might have something like a capture email box at the bottom where the person's trying to capture the email. And then uh, from there, um, they might give something away for free. So it could be like a cheat sheet or something. So like a lead magnet. And then it can lead on into a funnel which has a webinar in, or which sells a product on the back end and so on. So. Uh, you can have affiliate products on your uh, website as well. So you, you can use that to, if you've got a large amount of traffic coming in, it's really beneficial because then you can have eyes on on that site and if people like that specific thing, people can go through. And you're not actually doing much of the work because the actual person whose product is, is their product, so they're going to be doing all the work. You're just... Um, I've got a second. Sorry, I just had a message come up from Zoom there. So, so it's really beneficial for you because you're leveraging from, from what they've got there. So also, there's something around articles which is basically called SEO. So you might have heard of it, you might not have, you might be aware of it, you might have basic knowledge, and the SEO is called search engine optimization. So search engine optimization, basically, if you go on Google and you type in something specific, I don't know, it might be something around, um, um, what's the, the the fastest way to cook uh, fish or something, or I don't know, anything like that. So whatever you type in, you'll get a list of different searches. Now Google uses various algorithms to rank different uh, websites. Now, one of the elements that's used is uh, SEO, search engine optimization. So within your blog and on WordPress, there is a plugin, which is a um, basic software, which you can download for free, okay? So it's called Yoast, Y-O-A-S-T. It's a free plugin, and on that plugin, when you actually create an article, if you drag it down on the bottom of the window, you'll see that it gives you some information and it's the Yoast SEO. So on this SEO, it tells you, so when you produce your content and you've added it on, and then you've got your information there. So it'll tell you, um, is the title too long? Is the slug for this page too long? Is the meta description right? Is the length of the meta description right? Is the keyword right? Have you chosen the right, right keyword? The length, the words, uh, have you got an image? 
in, in the article. So basically, if you have an image, a featured image, so it might be a picture, that's going to help your SEO go higher. Now, if you have 300 words or 500 words, uh, depends on, 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 on the length, that could also help it. And um, so, for example, if you use keywords, um, so it could be two keywords, three keywords, or one, one keyword around um, your specific topic or niche that you're writing about, that will then come up on, on your yours, and it'll tell you whether you've used it before or not. And it'll also tell you it has colors, so it has red for poor, uh, orange for medium, and green for good. So if you've got good SEO, the button will shine green, which is basically what, what you're looking for. Okay, so also there's, there's other different elements as well. So, the, so the, whenever you type in on Google and a website comes up underneath the website, there's normally a couple of sentences. That's called meta description. Now, um, it just basically tells you what, what the article is about or what that website introduction page or homepage is about. So when you're writing your articles or your blogs uh, for SEO purposes, you want the keyword that you choose, you want to have that in the title, you want to have that in the meta description and early on within your article. Now that's going to better help rank your article <coughs> higher up on Google. So I had... Um, I did one and I had two keywords, um, basically. But this article, it was a long format one. So it was like the 50 business ideas. Also, so for example, you can have 50 business ideas, 50 healthy eating tips, 101 um, ways to you know, uh, get cheap travel tickets or something like that. So you might have heard of these type of articles. Normally, they're known as evergreen articles because they're in long format, so they could be like 2,000 words, 3,000 words, normally higher than 1,000 words. So this is good because Google likes content, and so do the, you know other websites and platforms. Now, mine had um, like these 50 different business ideas and stuff, and I had, that was probably my most popular article that I've ever had. It outranked mainstream publications as well, and it still does right now. So when you're creating your website or your blog, or if you already got one, so if you're doing something around um, healthy eating, you might want to do something like the 50 best uh, tips for healthy eating, the 50 best foods to eat to energize yourself, 50 best tips or techniques uh, to eat healthy and live longer or something like that. Or you can have, instead of 50, you can have 100. You know, so, so that will help. You can use backlinks, connecting to other websites, and you can also have, so within your actual article, you can also have, you can also have links within the actual article itself. Um, so for example, if you're writing something and you're connecting to another website, you can um, highlight it, and you can put a hyperlink in, which will connect it if someone, when it goes live, somebody can click it and it'll take you through to the other website. So that's good because it gives like an external link. So you might want to have like a couple of these as well. That will help build your SEO. And uh, you can also have key um, keywords as well. So, I mean, on, uh, on the blog itself, there is an option which allows you to, which allows you to have tags 
meta descriptions and stuff. So you can put in multiple words around um, a specific topic or area. So if you're writing about um, business, so you can write keywords like economy, business, finance, marketing, these type of things. So when people are searching, it'll help people find it more easily. So that's a bit there, just a, a basic introduction to SEO and how you can help um, uh, rank your articles higher in Google. So if you've got a product and a particular service that you're trying to sell, that's going to be important because if you think about it, <clears throat> if someone types in um, pl a plumber or something in Sydney or whatever, someone's looking for a plumber, it's going to bring up uh, a list of plumbers on Google and it's going to bring up pages so it could be thousands of pages now how are you going to get to the first few pages so you've got to build your seo to get higher up on the google ranking so that your website is more visual now <clears throat> if your if your website is higher up in the rankings then you know that more people are going to see it now if there's more eyes on your website the more traffic you're going to get and the more likely your products and services are going to sell so SEO is definitely something to look at and um, you know, research more um, as you go along. Now, also within your website, you've got to think about ways of uh, lead generation, of generating leads. Now, with any business or uh, e-commerce platform and any entrepreneur, they need to generate leads because essentially leads are going to help them in their business, the prospects and leads, and then they've got to convert the leads which is another element of the process uh, to actually get a sale. Now, you can generate leads from your website as well. So, for example, you can use a free plugin called Sumo, and um, you've got AppSumo, so there's all sorts of different um, types of software that they have. So, on, on um, I've, got, um, I've got Sumo on mine. So on the right hand side, when, when you go when you go onto your website, you'll see like a, a crown image, and if you click it, it normally shows up with a notification when somebody's kind of logged in. So basically, what you do with that software is you use it as an email capture. So it's like a pop-in box. So if somebody comes onto your website, you can set it up uh, in different ways in settings. You can have it on smart. So for example. If somebody's just about to leave the website or something like that, then uh, the pop-up box will appear. Now, when the pop-up box appears, then uh, it'll, you know, it'll tell them, that, okay, you know, join my, join my newsletter or you get this free, you can have lead magnets or get this free book or something like that. Um, you can also have it on timer. So, for example, um, five seconds, let's just say. Um, so, I think, I think there's one minute left and it's gonna it's gonna finish. It's come up with a message. Did you get that guy? It's coming up here with a message saying that there's less than one minute left. So if it if it if it finishes, what I want you to do is just uh, put your questions together and just email me them and I'll try getting back to you as soon as possible.